Good morning, North Yorkshire. And good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night to everyone else, everywhere else in the world. My name is Jack Williams, and I'm thrilled to introduce you to Lost in Living, the podcast, episode one. This is a project that I've been considering and planning for quite some time now, and I'm pretty excited to share it with you all. Now, before I get going, it is important to note that I do not represent any particular organization or entity, and I do not hold any formal qualifications. Instead, I am simply sharing my experiences and perspectives in hopes that I may help someone else along their own journey. While I may have guests on the show in the future, for now, I'm pretty excited to get started on this adventure and just see where it takes us. So without further ado, let's get cracking and dive into episode one, Lost in Living. Now, throughout my podcast, I aim to cover a wide range of topics, including life's ups and downs, board sports, travel, food, human nature and characteristics, COVID-19, and the lessons I have learned throughout my own journey. Above all, it'll be about finding the beauty in the chaos of life and being lost in living. Occasionally, I'll reflect on my own experiences, discussing my own opinions on various topics and providing insight into my own personal growth. But doing so, I hope that my story helps just one person, whether it be gain confidence in something they're trying to achieve, attempt something they didn't think they could, or simply and probably more importantly, just help people smile. While I may discuss difficult times in my life, I will refrain from naming individuals and instead focus on sharing my journey and the knowledge that I've gained through my own lessons, conversations, and most of all, failures. First, a little intro into who I am. I'm a 33-year-old Australian man, recently moved to the United Kingdom. Now, when it comes to work, I've done many things. Warehouse work, retail, ground services, at the airport, uh, machine operator on the docks, police training, basketball ref, and on-the-road sales jobs, washing dishes. I've done a lot. I've loved and lost many different relationships, one of the hardest being my best friend, who I actually dedicate this all to, Jimmy. He left us way too early. Uh, He suffered very poorly for mental health and unfortunately he took his own life but we will dive into that a little bit more today and i'm sure his name's going to come up throughout many other episodes it was one of the hardest um, times in my life so yeah we will use that and talk about growth and stuff like that Um, i've been a very unfit and extremely overweight individual Um, i was weighing in about 128 kilos at one point and i'm only 5'11", and then I lost a lot of weight and went to sub 8% body fat, super fit, like couldn't be stopped. Guess you could say I've done it all in terms of the fitness stuff, you know, like I was very strong, very heavy, very fit, and very, very light and, you know, low percent body fat. So I've got a bit of experience both ways, which I will talk about eventually too. I want to talk about the mindset behind both being both ways and uh, the negatives as well as the pros of being fit and unfit and uh, how you perceive yourself and how you think others perceive you. And I've been through many of life's up and downs so I hope now to share the strength that I've gained from everything 
and my situation with you all. So through the structure of my podcast, I'm going to be usually talking about a main topic every episode, something potentially that people don't often talk about or want to talk about and can't, or just just the topic I feel like sharing, to be honest. Um, So I guess that ties me into today's main topic, which is probably one of the most daunting and scary challenges that people more often than not avoid at all costs, even at the expense of their own happiness. Starting again. It's one of the hardest things to do, especially the first time. The insecurity it creates can be incomprehensible, and it runs into almost all aspects of life. Stuck in a job we don't enjoy, a town, a relationship, etc. Sometimes, just because we're too scared to start again. You know, we, we ask ourselves, will I fail? Will people think I was already a failure? Am I a quitter? Maybe it won't be better. Maybe life is as good as it gets right now. Will it be better or worse? Questions that stop us all from taking the risk of starting again. And to be honest, I don't have the answers. Nobody really does. But if you're sitting here thinking about greener pastures, then you have to really ask yourself why. Are you happy where you are? Would you be considering a change if you were genuinely happy? And I'm actually talking about um, this topic from experience. I was stuck, for lack of a better word. I was stuck in a job I was actually very unhappy in. In a relationship that had just kind of fizzled. In a town that I loved growing up as a child, but wasn't really like propelling me further as an adult. I wasn't really growing. I was too scared of what people may think of me or what the outcome might be. After exhausting other options... I still didn't want to stand up and say, I'm not happy, and move on to the next. I was scared. Until something shook me to my absolute core. My best mate, Jimmy, that I mentioned earlier, he took his own life. I still remember where I was when I found out. Nothing I have faced in this life was harder than that loss. I've got stories for days about that dude, and I'm sure I'll tell you a few if I can. And we'll definitely dive into mental health and suicide at some point too. But this was the moment that I decided that life was too short and changes had to be made. Whether people accepted it or not, it was I was doing it for me. I wasn't happy. And how could I expect to make other people genuinely happy too, if I wasn't myself? See, the thing we don't realize about holding ourselves back, often selflessly, is we actually hold those around us back too. Who's to say someone else won't enjoy your job more? That a relationship with another will have more drive on both sides? A fresh scene won't spark something in you that inspires greatness and infects others? So it was once Jimmy left that I refused to hold back and it started with my weight loss journey. Again, something that we'll talk about later, but that's where it began. I lost 50 kilos and became fitter than anyone could have imagined when I was walking around at that 128. Then, I left my partner at the time. Now, it was tough on both sides. I don't think it's not often spoken about how hard it is for the one that pulls that proverbial trigger. It's tough. The criticism from those closest to you and the judgment from the outside. But, you know what? That worked out amazingly too. I left my job that I was unhappy in to chase a dream. One that didn't exactly pan out, but one that I went at refusing to hold back. 
it was the complete opposite of what I dreamt, but that's okay. Like, I know now, and I'm on to the next. And then, lastly, my new partner and I, my amazing fiance, packed up our life, sent our two cats packing with their fish, and hopped over the pond from Melbourne, Australia, to North Yorkshire, UK, where her family is. Now, I was scared each and every time, most definitely, that I started again. But each time I did, it got easier. Was it tough? Man, sometimes, especially in the earlier attempts, I wanted to give up. Not going to lie, it was absolutely brutal. You know, physically and mentally. The thing that makes it all easier and worth it though is the fact that each move brought me closer to my own happiness. Happiness that I now get to share with those around me and you. So no matter what it is you want to do, just remember you're not alone. And even though starting again is scary, terrifying even, you got to ask yourself, are you more scared of staying where you are, unhappy, or potentially failing? Because trust me, there's beauty in failing too. It's where we learn our best lessons in the hardest times. So go get it. Start again, again, and again, and again, until you get it is what it is you're after. You know, sometimes you're not even going to know what it is you're after, but when you get it, you'll know. I know I have, and I wouldn't look back for a second. So if you're sitting there contemplating about starting over again, no matter what aspect of life it is you're thinking about resetting, maybe take this as a little sign that it's time to start again and that people do it all the time, all over the world, and that you're not a failure. Kyo, like, where's failure in chasing something you love? You know, even if you don't get it, you've learned a lesson. Trust me, you will learn a lesson no matter what. Moving on now, apart from sharing stories from the past, present, and future, and diving into topics that we're all scared of or we can learn from or even just have a laugh about, I'll also be doing a little recap on the last couple of weeks, no matter how eventful or uneventful it was. Because this is also going to be a bit of a travel podcast, you know. I'm, I'm, I love traveling, I love my board sports, and these are things that I do want to share with you guys as well. So, let's get started with the beginning of spring 2023. Now, me and the better half ventured into Scarborough, and I picked up my first UK surfboard and wetsuit to brave the cold waters of the North East Sea. Now, I'm Australian through and through, and I've only ever even travelled to tropical places like Bali, Hawaii, Fiji, etc. I've never been to the UK before, and it is cold. That cold has been a bit of a shock to the system. I am battling a bit of a cold at the moment myself, so if I do sound nasally or out of breath, please forgive me. The bigger shock, though, was the short hours of daylight in winter. Man, in in Australia, even in winter, like the sun goes overhead. You know, twelve o'clock, you look up, the skies, the sun's there. At one o'clock, twelve o'clock, even you look up here, and the sun is still on the horizon. And I think that was the biggest shock to me, coming here. But I'm still excited to explore this new, beautiful, beautiful North Yorkshire. And all of the UK in general. And Europe, to be honest. You know, there's so much character and beauty here. So, we went into Scarborough. Into this cozy little two-story surf store called Secret Spot. 
I kitted up for the climate, and the legend Scotty sorted me out with a 5.4 XL wetsuit, 7mm gloves, 7mm sea skin boots, along with a 7.2 Channel Island board, and a few bits and pieces, ready for my mission in the cold waters of the northeast seas. Now, despite staying warm, with the wetsuit doing its job big time, I have my ass handed to me. See, I love all board sports, snowboarding, skating, but surfing has always been my favorite, and one that I basically never do with zero consistency. I'm good on a skateboard, good on a snowboard, but I'm an absolute kook on a surfboard. I get in the water once, and then it's like five years before I do it again, so I get zero progression, and I'm basically starting from scratch every time I get in the water. Not only that, but the 5.4 wetsuit was the thickest wetsuit I've ever worn, and my shoulders burnt out in 20 minutes. Being water fit is a whole nother ball game. Add that restrictive wetsuit to it is something else. I was gassed. But I still had fun, learned a lesson, and I won't give up. Now that we're only 30 minutes from the closest break, it's time to add surfing to my list of skills. Back home was about an hour and a half in between work and social events and blah 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 I just never got in the water so now I've got no excuses and I'm hanging to add surfing to the bag because it's been one sport that I've just followed my whole life now a little secret some deep honesty as well because that's what I will be doing in my podcast I will be super honest with everyone Besides a lack of consistency, I've always had this hectic fear of the ocean. Like, I'm never happier than when I'm by or in the sea. I'm obsessed with it. I love snorkeling, swimming. Like I said, I watch surfing. I've watched it my whole life. I admire the pros and watch them like people watch football or whatever version of football it is you watch where you are. But the ocean scares me. It's a tug of war between respect, admiration, and absolute fear. And just the beauty in it. See, I'm a bad asthmatic. Uh, sorry, a bad asthmatic. So the fear of losing my breath in the water can make me anxious sometimes. It doesn't stop me going, but it raises my heart rate very high. I can barely breathe on land, so breathing in the water is terrifying. But stay tuned. Will I conquer this beast and continue on a mission to finally say that? I don't just love watching surfing, I surf. So one of the things I've loved about the local surf community here is how welcoming it is. Most of the locals that aren't into surfing don't understand how big the surf community is in northeast Yorkshire. And I've had a lot of people reach out to me on Instagram um, to help guide me in the waters here for certain times or certain breaks. And even often bigger boards and like just just a handout to say, you know what, come for a surf with me, bro. So like I'm, I'm just loving the community up here. It's amazing. And the community as a whole is actually very welcoming. So it makes me very stoked to now call North Yorkshire home. Now, apart from surfing, there are actually plenty of exciting activities to enjoy up here. So to avoid making my podcast literally just about, you know, a certain topic in surfing or board sports, you know, I'll be sharing places we've eaten and events we've gone to and discovered, 
all while getting lost in living. So this weekend gone, we headed out to the local pottery fair in York. My partner is extremely crafty and loves all things arts and crafts, a passion that she shares with me. And it's amazing to see someone light up when they talk about something they're passionate about, especially someone you love. You know, although I wouldn't have been one to look for a craft class or a fair, I'm actually having a great time expanding my horizons with my partner and building things with my hands. Like the other week, we went to a class and made um, vases. It was unreal. So it's it's a good little like kind of meditative thing. You know, you, you switch off and you build something for a minute. But we also get competitive. So <laughs> we, we judge who's is better at the end of the session. She smashes me at all the crafty stuff, but when it comes to the cooking, that's all right. So yeah, we went to the craft fair in um, York at the race course. Now the makers at the fair range from amateurs to pro, and they were showcasing some amazing works. Like I was shocked. I was getting more into it than my partner was. Um, there was also practical pieces that you can purchase and use throughout the house. Um, tea cup and like coffee cups and teapots and stuff I'll tell you what it's no understatement that the British are obsessed with tea <laughs> they love it but I'm beginning to love it too um, so yeah the fair was pretty rad it was also a great source of inspiration for me and my partner and um, for our next hand building class I was honestly in awe of some of the work and just stoked at how much attention the event got like the place was heaving and everyone seemed wrapped about it so it was just a good vibe, you know, a good wholesome type of vibe. Now for my favorite subject, food. If you're in Scarborough, you have to check out Shocker House. I'm not getting paid to say this. That place is absolutely amazing. It's some of the best food I've had since moving to the UK. The coffee and the food reminded me of the food back home. So we had a little vegetarian chicken burger and a poke bowl. And both dishes were amazingly good. So definitely check it out if you're in the area. My mouth is literally watering right now thinking about it. But if you're looking for something a bit more fancy and for dinner, then look no further than the pheasant in Harem. It's great. Now if I butcher some of these names, I'm still not used to the pronunciation here. I apologize. But the pheasant in Harem is a really cozy, really warm, homely vibe with great food. The steak was honestly up there as some of the best steak I've had. And the staff were amazing too. The beers kept flowing. It was very friendly. Definitely worth a look in. Next week, we're off to London. Heading there for a few days. During the day, I'll be hopefully skating around depending on the weather and exploring the city. And then we'll see what London has to offer food-wise once the boss gets off work. So if you have any suggestions, especially in the Covent Garden area, let me know. I have begun to love Covent Garden. I, I, I feel like it's got kind of a, you know, South Yarra kind of vibe. Um, those from Melbourne will understand. Those not from Melbourne have no idea what I'm talking about. But that's the vibe I get. When I drive by six people and five, I hit. <laughs> uh, also, beware, I will uh, ramble off topic sometimes or sing songs. Anyway, yeah, so we're heading to London. It's going to be great. If you got any food suggestions, hit me up, and I will let you know how to at the end of the episode. 
I will also be catching up with family. Um, we'll probably hit the gym a bit and just take care of day-to-day -day stuff. So whatever happens, don't worry, you'll hear about it. But yeah, London should be a great trip. Now before I close everything off, I did want to mention something. I'm going to start organizing probably a monthly get-together at the moment. Just like a mindful morning on the beach. It has a little traction already, which I'm stoked about. But it's just something where like people from the northeast or people that want to travel from further can catch up with just random individual legends, stretch on the beach, and just take a mindful dip if you're brave enough in the northeast coast. In the spirit of being honest, I had every intention of going in the water yesterday by myself. And as soon as we got down to the beach, I said, nope, and didn't. But I'm sure if there was 20 other people there that I'd organized it with, I would not have even the possibility of chickening out. So if you want to get around it and meet some good people, Mindful Mornings, uh, hit me up on Instagram. My Instagram is going to be Bordies N, letter N, N for November. Uh, and beanies so boardies and beanies b-o-a-r-d-i-e-s n-b-e-a-n-i-e-s that's at instagram it's just an opportunity to meet great people shake off the week and do something great for your body and mind i think we're going to do the first one in scarborough so if it's, if it's accessible to you let me know and uh, for those traveling further, you know, we'll probably organize a little catch-up in a feed afterwards as well. So, as we come to the end of this episode, I just want to remind you all that starting over again is scary, but you owe it to yourself to always chase your dream. It's never too late. I'm 33, and I haven't stopped starting again. But it's also okay to fail. Eventually it'll stick, and more often than not, it's going to be even better than you envision. I've shared a little bit about myself and just what you can expect over future episodes. I ate shit, so I think. <laughs> Looked like an absolute kook, but I enjoyed it. I had some good food, and I've had fun recording this episode. So, again, if you'd like to get in touch, feel free to message me on Instagram. Not only if you want to get involved in the, um, the Mindful Dips, but if you've got any advice, critiques, any ideas, or you just want to chat and collaborate, I'm keen for all of it. I've actually got some really cool things coming. I've got people that are already pretty invested and, um, or sorry, interested that want to get in on a few future episodes. Uh, and these people are doing some amazing things in the Northeast. So stay tuned for that. Thanks for tuning into episode one. At this stage, I think. Uh, I'll be releasing new episodes probably monthly while I get used to the area and the, obviously the process of releasing the podcasts, but hopefully we can increase that in the future. I'm also going to drop these as a blog and I'm working on a website that I'll be able to put them on so that if you would prefer to read them, um, you can. So again, thank you for listening. Hopefully you tune into the next episode. Thank you for your patience as I learn the ins and outs of recording podcasts, getting comfortable in front of the mic, planning them out, releasing them, etc. So thank you for everything. Hopefully see you next month with episode two. I've already got that cooking, so that should be nice. 
I hope you enjoyed this episode, but if you did it, my bad. Either way, I hope you have a great day, a great week, a great month, and it's just filled with so much stoke and just everything that brings you joy and excitement. Until next time, have a good one.